At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome back to Free Terrible Gamers, episode 13. I'm back with Just Ashton again. Hey, what's up, guys? Today, we are going touching something we talked about last week, and it is with Bayonetta Free again. Pre-sales or pre-orders increased after she requested a boycott. (laughs) Pretty much had the same opinion at what we did. Right. How do you feel about the situation, Ashton? Well, from the reports that have came out recently, I think she deserves that because according to once all the facts started coming in online after it blew up, it said that apparently she lied about um, Platinum Games only offering her 4000 because a report came out that said she was offered three to 4000 per session for at least five sessions. So if you mathematics teachers out there do the math, it is 15 to 20,000 at least she was going to make. And that's a big difference between just 4,000, like she said. And um, that's the thing I've seen. 2,000. Oh, I mean, I, no, I've seen 20,000. Oh, 20,000. Yeah. 15 to 20,000. Is what I seen just a little bit ago, but um, either way, that's more than four thousand. <laughs> yeah, and then um, I seen that she also asked for a six-figure fee for um, like for sales. You know, she would get from sales throughout the life cycle of however long they would you know support it or whatever. And then after that, negotiations fell apart, and then that's when they replaced it. Yep. Yeah, I agree. She had everything going for her. I mean, of course, she was going to play the victim a little bit once she realized she messed up. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, yeah. Just... If she was offered three to 4000 per session, it makes a world of a difference price-wise, VAT and... Like I said, she was also, I think what really got her was she didn't want to do the, they didn't want to do the royalties. They was just going to pay her the 20 grand part. Right. Being upset about that, but still, yet again, it's just literally just 
using your voice. It's not like, I mean, it's what we're doing. Be nice right. 20 grand to do it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I understand not being upset about not getting anything from sales, but just being greedy really at that point, because like you said, it's just your voice. It's not like you're out there actually physically acting. It'd be different if she was actually acting for the game or something or a TV show or something. It's just being greedy at that point And that I don't feel sorry for people like that. Yeah. Cause it's not even like 2k where they actually had the players go in there and like put on a special gear and do all that stuff. It's literally just her talking. Right. Yeah. And for those types of games like that, like they don't have somebody come in there and do moves. They just do it all from a computer. So they don't have anybody come in there and act it out. Yeah, everything on that game is computer generated. They may have like one or two like actual live action scenes, but they still don't use her. No, no, they just use her for her voice and her voice only. And then I seen that it was also um, talking about the climb on the sales. It was number 17 uh, right now on Amazon Games. So that's right below like God of War, Ragnarok. And, you know, you know, that's selling really well on Amazon. And then it's uh, got a massive spike on Google Trends right now. So it's definitely it. It backfired on her big time asking people to boycott that whenever the actual facts came out. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's probably whenever people decided to actually start going against her. Yeah. Because I say at the start, a lot of people was just like, okay, yeah, we're going to follow because that's not right. But once the truth came out, it's just like, yeah, screw you. Right. And she deserves that. And I hope it sells. My prediction, uh, since it is on the Switch now, not the Wii U, um, it will sell. I'm saying, might be a little steep, but I'm saying four. Four million copies? That's my prediction. Time of it. What is it? Over the lifetime? Yeah. Until the you know, the end of the switch. Okay. I didn't know if you was gonna say it was gonna beat Splatoon for the Oh Mystic. no. I don't think so. But like so Bayonetta is kinda of like a a devil may cry kind of genre. And it, they just reported that they sold 6 million copies. So why can't Bayonetta sell at least four on the Switch? Devil May Cry is a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, isn't? but I'm saying it's the type of genre it is. So I'm saying Bayonetta being exclusive on the Switch. And the, oh, yeah. what the Switch does to games is makes them sell. So I think she'll get at least four million, I would say. It's not asking too much, I don't think. The Bayonetta Free is going to be exclusive. Yep. Switch exclusive. Okay. Yeah, as you say, I mean, obviously, I played and beat the first two, and I had them both for the 360. Oh, okay. So, even though on the Wii U they have Bayonetta 2, it still got released on the Xbox, so at least. Yeah. So, it's definitely a new formula for them as well if they're not releasing it on at least Microsoft. Yeah, the reason it's a uh, Nintendo Switch exclusive is because this, the third one, uh, Nintendo published it. So, <clears throat> yeah. Yep, then the typical run them right in the ranks with Splatoon, Mario, and Zelda. Right. And 
Yeah, I think it'll do good for Welcome them. Bayonetta. Oh, welcome, <laughs> welcome Bayonetta. Definitely something different for Nintendo's family-friendly console. <laughs> and especially since, as mentioned before, the game does have slight nudity in it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> slight. So it's just a matter of, yeah, it's being Nintendo-friendly, being a family console and everything, but yet again with Bayonetta... They're definitely going to be pushing boundaries, which they're able to do it yet again. It's not the 1990s. Right. Yeah, they can do it and just put, you know, I mean, the ESRB, I mean, they do it for them, really. So. Yeah. All right. You done with this topic? Yep, good. <clears throat> All right. 2,600,000 and wait. Wait, hold on. Two hundred and sixty-seven million uh, was sold in shares of Activision Blizzard. What do you think that means for the company, especially since Microsoft just assim- like just acquired them? Well, what I think it means is that Activision Blizzard is it's showing that they're not really convinced that the merger will go through because there's so many people against it because it's only approved in as of right now in Brazil and Saudi Arabia. So it has to be approved in all of the countries that Microsoft and Activision Blizzard are active in. So I think, I still think it will go through. I just don't think it'll be until probably I'd say another year. Or so, but I do think it'll get. As you say, I was going to say midway through twenty twenty three. Yeah, so I'd say about another year. I do think it will go through, but that's what them selling show, the shares like that is. It just shows me that they're not really convinced as of right now that it's going to go through, and they're just kind of get trying to get a little bit of money out of it. I mean, obviously that two hundred sixty seven million is not even close to what Microsoft's going to buy it for, so. They're going to try to get a little bit of money just in case it doesn't go through, I think. Oh, yeah. But what is so worrisome about that, because even though it's pretty much pennies to a big company like that, but at the same time, when people see that, they think the company's going down hard whenever it's someone's steep at price because, yet again, the reality of the situation is most people would do this that's a big number amount for them. Right. Yeah. So do you think they're going under? Actively while they're waiting? I would, I mean, obviously there's a reason why they were requesting the V-Bot, but yeah. I don't think they're tanking as quick as what it's made out to be. I think Call of Duty itself will keep them at least afloat. Yeah, I mean... Call of Duty to them is Sonic to Sega. Mm-hmm. It's going to keep them afloat, especially since, unlike Sonic, Call of Duty gets released every single year. Right. For now. Yeah, until activate until Microsoft acquires them. You say because they plan on pushing it to about two or three years of game, which releasing. I think they should. Oh yeah, because they. I mean, they touched on everything at this point. Yeah, but I mean, just, the they'll have time, longer to just... work on it, and it'll be a better game, I think. 
oh yeah, you put more time into it, it's going to be a better game. Yeah. Look at, you know, pretty much every Nintendo game there is, it's an exclusive. Right. And, I mean, you can see the running out of the ideas. They can't even come up with an original name anymore. No, definitely not. <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 so happened, so, yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, without remaking the Modern Warfare series, they remade the Modern Warfare series. Right, exactly. Just by naming it the same thing. But I guess militaristic-wise, there's only so many names they can call this stuff, especially since they usually base it on either fictional words or part of words that's already happened. Right, yeah. I understand running out of ideas, but if you know you're running out of ideas, just push it to at least a two-year cycle instead of one year. Yeah, because it's not like a 2K where it can be revamped every single year. It's They have to come up with a new idea every single time. 2K just has to update rosters. Right, and 2K could do a two-year cycle, but, I mean, it doesn't make as much sense to them to do that if they can just release a new game. People are going to buy it if it has a new roster and a little bit of updated my career or something. Personally, I don't think I've bought a Call of Duty since the second Tekken Modern Warfare came out. I haven't bought one since Black Ops 4. I've played the, some of the new ones, but I've not bought them. I've played them uh, from other people. Yeah, and like I mean, just over to you know, growing up with it. And what they've been a uh, they've been out since two thousand and three and put out a title ever since then. Yeah. So at this point, what that's almost twenty years straight of trying to do stuff, which I mean they're doing pretty good for twenty years, but they are. They are starting to run out of names without getting the I guess technical because I mean they've already covered World War Two. There would be nothing wrong with them doing World War One. You're right. Like, I know it would be, like, skeptical if they was to do a Korean or a Vietnamese war, but at the same time, those are technical war ideas that they could have. Yeah. I mean, if it's it's part of history, I mean, you can do it. But, like, they're running out of ideas. Just, if you're running out of ideas, just remake the Black Ops series or the original Modern Warfare series or something instead of coming out with a bunch of the same stuff. Just remake what you already have and people will still buy it. I know I would. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, they've remade um, the first Modern Warfare and the second Modern Warfare. But remake Modern Warfare 3 and then remake the first, at least the first two Black Ops games. And maybe even throw in a remake or updated graphics of Ghosts or something. Well, still, Ghost is almost pushing 10 years at this point, too. Yeah, I mean, it's insane, but it's, it was released on Xbox One, so it wouldn't be as hard for it to get a little tiny bit of uh, graphics upgrade and then just re-release it or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it still had to fit Haiti, but yeah, if you put it in 4K, a lot of people just want to rebuy it. Yeah, because a lot of people hated on Ghosts, but I still liked the Infected because that was the first game that had Infected. And the, the maps on it were pretty decent. I mean, I actually liked it for the multiplayer. It was decent. Yeah, I played a lot of multiplayer on it. I didn't like their uh, their take on zombies, like the aliens or whatever. I didn't care much for that, but 
Yeah. Well, I mean, and yet again, as I mentioned before, um, I think it was episode five, the music on it at the end was amazing. And I mean, throughout the thing too. Yeah. Yeah. I think the music had Eminem in it. Yep. Once you beat the campaign, it kicked on. Which I played all the way to the end just to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> which, I mean, up until that point, I didn't really care about campaigns. I think I played a Black Ops 2 one just to hear Avenged Sevenfold at the end. Ghosts was the first campaign I played, but the first campaign I beat was actually Advanced Warfare. Because that's the only thing that was worth playing in that game. To me. Uh, I, I got separate feelings on uh, that one because I actually enjoyed the multiplayer. Yeah. And the zombies. Zombies wasn't bad, but I didn't have the zombies because you had to buy it separate. I know you guys had it. Well, you had the you had the base zombie map. It was it there was one that came with it. Yeah. It wasn't good. It was called Outbreak. But yeah, I bought the season pass on that game. But yeah, so I mean, I got every single map that came out. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't play anything other than Outbreak though. I mean, yeah, I hopped on the other maps, but I didn't play it like I did that one. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Kind of went down the rabbit hole in that one. It'll be all right. All right. Uh, Microsoft is making an Xbox mobile app to try to compete with the App Store and Google Play. How do you think it's going to fare? Um, I think it'll do well, it being Microsoft, because they got the money to pour in the stuff to make it high quality. So, um, especially as we talked about in the last topic, if the Activision IPs are there, it'll be, and their first party titles, it'll be a solid little app store because they could put, open up another Call of Duty uh, alongside like Call of Duty Mobile and the new Warzone Mobile, whatever, just come up with a Call of Duty, new Call of Duty Zombies or something, app or something. And then they could throw in a Halo app or a Forza app. And I think it would be awesome to do that on your phone or any mobile device. And I think it would do really well with it being Microsoft, like I said. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible where you go head-to-head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Yeah, because, I mean, having those exclusive games would be nice. Granted, you're going to pay for them, whatever they cost, you know, whatever price they're going to cost, which being a mobile game, I wouldn't imagine it would be past $10. It shouldn't. Usually mobile games are fairly cheap and high quality at the same time for a mobile game, you know. I think it used to be back in the day, because I think 2K is even free now, but I think back in the day it was like 7 bucks for a game of 2K, but you got the full game on the mobile app. Yeah. I think everything but my career. Yeah, I think it, sometimes, I think on some years they did the my career a separate app. As you say, I've never seen it. I've, I think I bought on the App Store one time, and I may have been NBA Live instead back whenever they was still huge. But it was one or the other. It's right when I first got my iPod, like whenever I first got a, you know, actual. I I guess you can call it a mobile device. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it connected to the internet. I mean, but it didn't have cell phone service, obviously, because it was an iPod. But right, you know, it was touchscreen the whole nine yards, but. And I think the only thing you could play it on then was, like I said, just play now. But it still worked. And like I said, at that point in like 2012, 2011, it was, I think, a five, six dollar game. Yeah. And I think now, at least for iPhone users, it's part of Apple Arcade. So if you have an Apple Arcade subscription, you get it free. Um, I'm not sure about Android users because I don't have Android. I'll tell you right now. <clears throat> I guess I technically do with my Odin, but I'm not gonna play 2K. Yeah. Odin. 20 is six bucks. 2K23. Well, yeah, they don't even got an updated. They got like the face scan things, Ugh. but NBA 2K20 was the last one to get released on. Place work that I'm seeing. Huh. That's odd. Maybe they made it Apple exclusive then. And that's possible. Huh. Maybe. Because, like I said, 2K20 is the last one I'm seeing on there, other than like the card game. Yeah, kind of like my team, I guess. Which is pretty much just the card version of my team. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my team. Yeah. I've played it before, but yeah, it's odd. Face scan, ugh. Learn something new just by ty- typing up 2K on the Play Store since I got an Android. Yeah. Not by choice. You just forced into it. I was. Do you, have you got used to it or are you still wanting to go back? <clears throat> it's been almost three years and I'm still not used to it. <laughs> I mean, shoot, it took the other day for you to be like, oh yeah, I can just copy and paste Oh, little photos on the, or not the scripts, but the notes, not the notes, the topics. Yeah. On the thing, I was like, I wonder if I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) 
I knew you could with that phone. I didn't know if you'd go with Android or not. Yeah, you could. It's just called Bixby Vision because that's their version of Siri. Mm, what a name. I know. It's stupid. Yeah. Siri rolls off the tongue better. Right. All right. On to the next one. MK Onslaught. Not Mario Kart Onslaught as you thought of earlier, but Mortal Kombat Onslaught. <laughs> yeah, I've seen MK. I was like, Mario Kart? But, alright, Mortal Kombat Onslaught. A mobile-only game. No plans to bring it to console. Um, I think it looks pretty cool. Um, I did see that it's an RPG, so you know how I feel about RPGs if you've been listening to us at all. Um set to come out sometime next year. I didn't see an official date. Um, they said that it had a cinematic story and you fight which, which sounds pretty cool. You fight real-time group battles. So against other people online, which is pretty cool, I guess. But just maybe the story mode. Not for me. RPG. I'll try it out. You know, I'm sure it'll probably be a paid game. You'll probably have to pay for it, I'd say. Or it's not. They're going to have a ton of in-app purchases like Call of Duty Mobile, but we'll just see. But it might be pretty good. I'll, I'll check it out. And ads that you yeah. gotta pay for. Or not pay for, but watch. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they they definitely, I mean, they're a fighting game. They're known for fighting, but like I said, the first one I beat by them was Mortal Kombat Armageddon. And it was kind of an RPG type of style, but it wasn't turn-based. It was one that you actually played through. Was it on the PS2? It was on PS2, okay. yeah. I played that one, too. I remember it being kind of RPG-ish. But yeah, the story mode, when you went to the actual story mode through it, you play, it played kind of like an RPG, but it still had like fighting elements, so you pretty much had like in-between, but it also had a touch of hack and slash, too. Yeah, I remember that. So, and yet again, it's been that long since they even touched on that idea. So, they could just be then trying to get back into that style and testing out on mobile again. Yeah, I mean, Mortal Kombat, it's kind of gotten boring to me the past couple. I mean, 10 was all right, and then 11 was just 10 on steroids to me. You know, it's just got boring, in my opinion. That could be just me. But just bringing it to a different spin on it, mobile, might be might do the franchise some good. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't really. I mean, I played 10, that's the last one I played. But it's me, I like what they're doing with updating all the fatalities and the X-ray yeah. visions that they have now. Just because if you're going to play Mortal Kombat, that's what you play for is the violence. Right. So, I mean, seeing all those things and me not being the squeamish person <laughs> at all, I'm just like, oh, okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Do like but at the same time, I also understand that some people still get queasy with it. So, it would be like one of those things you just play at your own risk because at this point, everybody knows what Mortal Kombat is. Right, yeah, it's been out long enough. Everybody knows what it is and what to expect. I mean, well, 
it's been out for 30 years. That's why they're doing onslaughts because it's the basically their 30th anniversary edition. Mm, didn't know that. Because I did see that. That's why they was doing it. But it's been too soon since they released an actual console game, and that's why they went to mobile. That makes sense. Because I don't remember when 11 came out. It wasn't just a couple years ago. It was last year or the year before last. I think it was last year. Maybe. Like early 2001. Maybe. So, of course, at this point, it's almost two years old, but mm. at the point, it's still technically just one. Yeah, and it's my favorite Mortal Kombat was Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe on the 360. Actually, well, I only ever played that one with you. I never did have that one. But my favorite would be the Armageddon, just because, yet again, it's just one of those things. It's the first one I beat. So to me, it's just the best one. Yeah. Although I enjoyed playing 10, and I actually beat it like two or three times. Yeah. I remember playing 10 with you. I didn't own it, but I played a ton of versus DC Universe, and it was it was pretty cool seeing your DC characters on there fighting Scorpion and Sub-Zero and everybody. Yeah. Well, I guess technically X. I mean, it's definitely 10, but right. they call it's it Mortal X. Kombat X. Yeah. But like iPhone X, it's, it's 10. Because I wound up getting the season pass on it, so I have like Jason Voorhees and hmm. so. I, locked, I mean, there was a few more characters. Obviously, I paid for them because it was part of the season pass, but it was nice, especially whenever somebody was new was playing against you. And you just, I would just grab Jason Four. He's just a mess with him. I'd stand all the way across the map and just throw a machete and just kill him that way. <laughs> kind of a cheat way, but it was funny. Yeah. All right. Mini clip is finally getting shut down or uh, I guess technically revamp, but obviously there's not really a market for online games as far as actual website goes anymore. Yeah, that makes me sad. I remember a ton of times we in school, we just get on mini clip and start playing and we'd even do it at home after school. Me and you, we'd play games and stuff on it. Um, it, it ended up definitely an end of an era at that point. Um, I did see only eight ball pool and another game. I don't remember what it was. Remains on there. Club Penguin, maybe. I know it definitely eight ball pool. One, of the, I mean, eight ball pool is the most popular. But uh, oh, yeah, eight ball pool people still play yeah, today. And I mean, they still have tons of mobile apps on the app store. You can buy or some of them you have to buy, and you can play them. But they're made by Miniclip, but the actual website itself, yeah, it's, it's still open. You just can't play games on it except for 8-Ball Pool and that one other one. Um, I guess it shut down back in what I've seen they were talking about since back in March, and nobody really noticed until now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, again, yeah, sad. I, that. I was like, oh, we're... T- I was like, oh, we're technically a little bit late to this, but at the same time, it's if, if just now making noticed. its loop. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean... And obviously, it had to be found by somebody around our age because that's the age group that grew up playing it. Right, yeah. It came out in 2001, 
and lasted to 2022. So 21 years, that's pretty good. And because web gaming, I guess, has been dead for quite a while. So I'm surprised that they didn't shut down before now. But I remember playing a ton of games on there. We played, what is it, Alien Invasion or Alien Abduction or something like that. We played Monster Truck, different couple Monster Truck games. We played Zombie Alien Defense. Yeah, on, on the run. run. We played a bunch of games on there that were awesome. And now that it's shut down, some of them you're never going to get to play again unless somebody else buys the licensing from Miniclip. So. I mean, they're all Flash games, so it wouldn't be that hard to even emulate. It wouldn't. If you just find the ROM online or something. But actual fully legal way of playing it, unless somebody else buys a licensing for it, it's going to be impossible to play for most of the games. I mean, really, that was the thing with Miniclip and everything from the beginning, is technically none of those games were legal in the first place. Yeah. But after a while, I guess they technically owned them. Oh, yeah. After a while, it just kind of, like, blended in, and no one really looked at it. Yeah. Bad and A was free to play, so no one really bad an eye at it either. Right. I remember I played a bunch of different websites, like freeonlinegames.com. I don't even know. Is Cool Math even still up now? I don't know. I don't know. There was Miniclip. There was, I think, the Kiwi Ninja. Yeah. And um, uh, we, we used to play all that. Cool we used math. to play uh, Territory Wars all the time. It wasn't on Miniclip. I can't remember what it was on. That's... Anacon. Anacon. Yes. Yeah, it was on Anacon.com. Don't misspell it or else you're going to get a porn site. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we had a lot of good times. Definitely a sad time. Yep. I mean, it's been a long time coming, but it's still sad to see. Yeah, it's been a long it's been a long time coming, but shoot, I can't even remember the last time. I think I was a freshman the last time I played any of their games, though. So at the same time, it's just one of those things that goes, Scott buried in the reason why they got shut down in the first place yeah it's just now that it is shut down you want to go back and play the games you know and you can't well many clip oh yeah definitely it's that's the nostalgia hits and you're just like oh my goodness this thing existed and they're about ready to take it away yeah and that's that's the problem i have really it's kind of the same thing with digital games they can just take it away at any time, and you can't play anymore once they shut down the servers. Yeah, and like I said, the era has ended, but, I mean, I guess technically our generation done it to ourselves. We did. Getting too But, yet again, who wants to play Flash games over top of the actual Flashy games where you can play on a console and everybody, everything else? Yeah, I mean, I'd play some mini-clip games on console if they'd bring them over. Oh, yeah, I would too. But let's just be realistic here. Only time we really played those is if we was inside the school building anyways. I know sometimes we came home and played them. Most of them outside playing basketball or something. Exactly. If we wasn't playing basketball, we was inside my mom's doing that. Yeah. But yet again, it's just one of those things that just got washed away with time and then if it, I mean, just like anything else, if you disband it long enough, it's just going to 
whittle away anyways or disappear completely. Well, there's no sense of keeping it up if nobody's using it. So I understand that. You ready to wrap up this one? Yeah, let's go ahead. All righty. Well, guys, follow our socials, our TikTok, our Instagram. I guess that one, Facebook too, YouTube, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Follow us on Patreon if you so please. We would appreciate it. Yeah. And I think it's about it on my side. Yeah, just like Colin said, all our socials. Um, go check out our sports podcast if you're in the games and sports like Colin and I. It's two terrible sports analysts, which we're about to do a live episode of after this. So just check it out. And we'll see you guys next week. See you. Later, guys. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.